one thing that we did want to warn everyone about before we get into this, um, in case you're unfamiliar with the case, there is going to be talk of domestic violence in this episode because that's what this case is about. So if that is um, something you're uncomfortable with, we will not be upset if you skip this episode. Take care of your mental health. Exactly. Hey, this is Kate. It's Liz. And this is stuff I didn't learn in law school. And so today we are right in the DC area for starters. Um, So there's a big trial going on near us. It's the Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard defamation suit. So we actually thought that we would talk a little bit about that today because it's kind of a big deal yeah. um, in, in terms of like witnesses and things like that. Before we do though, we did have a couple little things. I just, um, little intro things as well as thank you to everyone who listened to our first episode, um, back for a second episode. So share with your friends. Um, um, first of all, I think um, Kate told me that we owe um, the person we talked on about on our last podcast, we owe her an apology. Um, we we do actually you don't owe her an apology I owe her and you an apology (laughs) because I read a follow-up article so first off let's start off with she did get dismissed from the jury she then gave an interview saying she makes eight thousand dollars a month from Mr. Sugar Daddy yeah I mean good for her so you were right right she's like this is 100 how she is paying all of her bills and she's making a ton of money doing it yeah i'd have been up there being like i gotta go be emotionally supportive in fact mr sugar daddy if you want to give me a call feel free yeah right (laughs) you know um eight thousand a month okay uh so yeah you were right it was completely (laughs) I can't believe I was right (laughs) it was completely legitimate excuse in retrospect and because the jerk the 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 penalty phase is supposed to take like three to six months was what they were saying it's a lot of money to lose yeah and that's you're not getting you know paid for your jury duty time on that one if you're not being being there for him emotionally not getting paid yeah and um so uh, I also remembered halfway through the week, I complained that I didn't get paid for jury duty. And <laughs> I'm actually pretty sure now that I recollect back on it, that I donated it, that I didn't want to go through the hoops of submitting whatever forms I had to submit. And I just told them they could donate it like they oh, asked. When I went, they gave me cash. It was great. At the beginning of the day, they just handed me like my 15 bucks and I was like, lunch money. I so, might have taken it if it, that had been the option, but I'm pretty sure you donated <laughs> it. So also dunked on the court for no reason in our first episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's going great. Um, there, you um, had some more thoughts about our logo. I, well, I haven't told you these thoughts. I know, but I'm ready. I, I want to find out how your people, like your family, your friends reacted to our logo. And I've seen some of it on social media. So I think I know because I know how my people reacted. I got a text from my business partner slash other co-host who just said um, on my other podcast, who said, who did your logo? 
And then he didn't, I, he's away. So he did not respond when I said, oh, like we, you know, Kate found someone to do it. Um, uh, I think someone else said in they Vegas? Like, probably. Um, I would, no, he might be <laughs> in Disney. He might be in Disney. I think he's in Disney. That's Not the sure. only thing I take away from your other podcast is Joe Beth's always in Vegas. Always in Vegas. I'm like, we need like a dedicated section of just Joe Beth talks about Vegas. <laughs> you know, I say like, if you're listening and like you're at home drinking, drink every time he says Vegas because it's a lot. It's yeah. I listen um, in the car, so I cannot do that. Yeah, that's when I listen to most of my podcasts. Actually, I also listen to a lot of podcasts while doing dishes. Everyone I know dunked on this logo they didn't like it not a one I got positive reactions someone else said it was nice (laughs) yeah so my office mate said we looked like children I mean I do kind of look like a child we do they they took out our we are very chesty women and he took out our boobs completely got it we do look young um but like you know in person we look young yeah I guess now I'm going to go my, look at it again and assess my boobs because I don't think I gave that a proper um, assessment. My bonus child said she's 17, so she has a valid opinion, said this one looks worse. I like the other one better. Oh, yeah. Our boobs are kind of small. Mm. My best friend said, oh, no, this is still not good. <laughs> My mother said, what do you think about it? Oh, no. <laughs> my, I'm still friendly with my ex. My ex, every time I've sent it to him or mentioned the podcast, which has been about five times, because now I'm just doing it to see how long the streak goes, ignores any mention of the podcast or the logo, which is not good. <laughs> I liked the logo. I... I- I still like the logo. Like they it. were caricatures. I think the issue is my eyes look a little weird. They don't really look like my eyes, um, but it's a caricature. So I don't really care. Yeah. I mean, we're not cartoons in real life, probably. Um, so <laughs> I'm looking at it uh, again. I can't believe I didn't notice the the boob thing though. Yeah. Because I remember when you first showed it to me, my biggest excitement was that they didn't draw me with sleeves because I don't wear sleeves. Um, like I wear, like even today I have a tank top and then I always have like a tank top and a cardigan. I'm not a sleeve person. So I was like, they got that detail very accurate. I was, I was impressed because I feel like that is something that my people would, would notice. They'd be like, mm, you don't wear a I, lot of t-shirts. I just thought it was funny. I still like the logo. I, I, I still, I'm pretty much ignoring everyone. Um, I just thought it was really funny. <laughs> that they and that's the thing they did not hold back they they dunked way hard it's it happens I, I guess <laughs> definitely better than the first one though for sure so much better than the first one so much better see because in the first one I thought they made us look old I thought they made me look old and serial killer-ish so you, you know looked, you looked like you were like seriously a- contemplating knocking my head off all right, and then our last little tidbit, um, I'm proud of us, we like have a little list we're going down, is there has been, okay, so we're in, we practice in Maryland, and one thing about Maryland that I hear is a lot better than other states, although I don't know because I haven't practiced there, is that we have a very good, like, 
case search system. So if you want to look up a court case and you can, you know, people can do this, you know, for themselves or like if you're, you know, hiring like a babysitter for your kid, maybe you want to go and look them up to see if they have any crimes or whatever. You can put in their name and see any, you know, um, of, well, not any, but a lot of court cases are out there. Um, and it's a great tool for attorneys. And now I even saw a post like just maybe right before we logged on to do this podcast um, in the attorney Facebook group, people are outraged because now they um, want to make sure that no, no one that's using it is a robot. So how many times this week have you clicked on which ones are traffic lights and which ones are motorcycles? So, so many times, like I'm trying to avoid using it. It's that bad. Every time you go on this case search, which I do probably multiple times a day, you know, like I believe that case search is probably my most visited web page, like on my computer. It's like, I mean, I suppose there's my email, but that's always up. So I'm not really going to it, but I'm going to a whole bunch of different cases. So it's like, click all of the ones with traffic lights. And also this is a bunch of lawyers. So the first time I'm looking at it, I'm like, well, what do they mean? They want only the light. The, the pole doesn't count, which is unclear because isn't that part of a light? Not technically. So. And what about the little corners of the traffic light that hang over into the next box? Do I pick the next box? I think I have worked this out. I think you do pick the corner. I, I have been picking the corner. But the poll is a no-go. You don't pick the poll. Here's my real question, right? This is all public information. And if I'm not a robot, it's free. I can look at it. It's not a big deal. I know that in the past, court the courts have ruled that we can use these programs for like you mass mail. I don't use them, but you can, I ma- do. You can mass mail anyone who's gotten a criminal charge in a certain county. Like, Mm -hmm. I presume they are trying to avoid robots because they're trying to avoid something like this. But that is my marketing strategy. That is how I get my clients. I need my robot. My robot needs to do its job. Well, also, (laughs) what's first off, I don't have an issue with it. It's public record. Second of all, someone in the Facebook group pointed out, and I'm actually right there with them on this. Listen up, judiciary. It's an access to justice issue. And one of the reasons is one lawyer had made a a app or a website that would help you, um, I think his name is Matthew Stewenberg, um, had made a app that auto-populates expungements for you if you do not have a lawyer. Some attorneys had been doing research on different convictions. Um, They now no longer show... um, any charges that have been dropped, which arguably, yeah, that's a good thing if they're getting dropped that the public can't just go and see them. But the issue is you cannot track trends if you cannot pull like data dump. So you don't know, you know, how many people are getting charged with this versus race versus age versus gender versus outcome. So there is, I kind of think an issue with, um, like just tracking things and kind of watchdogging things. Um, but that wasn't my own genuine idea. I stole that from someone on Facebook. Yeah, um, I, but it's, it's a good point. I mean, who cares if robots have access to public data? Like, 
if we are trying, yeah, if we are trying to track trends, I mean, and I'm just like here doing my little mailers, like my robot does my marketing. <laughs> I'm far more concerned about the Google ads and what they're gleaning from me than I am about what's coming off case search. Um, but you know, we're going to get kicked out of the Maryland lawyers group now for this because we like but, to spill the beans on <laughs> a lot of podcasts. <laughs> Don't kick us out. Yeah, we're, we, we comment on stuff. We're assets. I have heard though other people someone told me that like other states don't have as like a robust presence as the Maryland lawyers Facebook group it's a lively group I really enjoy it um, but I guess other states don't have that um, and it's funny because there are um, I don't know I feel like it's a good resource because I recommend people people recommend me I tried to recommend Kate for something I'm like you do this she's like not at all um and then I, I actually edited my response because the first time I said something like not a chance and then oh, I, I didn't see that with, I just no. thought it said nope and I'm like oh okay. <laughs> and it's like I heard uh, it in your voice too because I was like do you do this and he's like nope I was like I hear it I hear her saying it that way and I feel well like the first you, time I said it I said not a chance <laughs> maybe people are reading this and don't like know that we're friends and so they're like well that was like, it's fine I hear how she's saying it so basically what you're telling me is I need to even go edit my note it was yesterday morning it was when I mean I drove to the wrong office I drove to the office we moved out a year ago and I which is nowhere near our current office it's like 10 minutes away and it's not even on the same highway exit as I'm like pulling into downtown Rockville I'm like I don't work here anymore. <laughs> it makes me feel better that other people have moments like that too, because I do that kind of thing. Like I'm always, because I have two offices and I am always on autopilot to the wrong one. And I'm like, oh, this isn't correct. This is not where I need to be right now. <laughs> no, that's an office I haven't had since like June of last year. Like or, we signed the office lease June of this of the last year. No, I made a I made a wrong turn on my way into work today. Um, the office, my office that I almost always go to because I was what was I? I was I was listening to a podcast and I was listening to a podcast and enjoying it, and then I realized, oh, I made a wrong turn because. I was just not paying attention. Well, and then I didn't wind up at the wrong office. No, I had, then I had to put in my GPS where I was going because I only know one way to get places. And if I go off of my known route, I'm lost. So, so oh, I was way out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a week, but yeah. I so me for your lawyer guys, I don't <laughs> even know where I work. <laughs> Well, you know, don't they say that like people who are scattered are like geniuses or something? And let's go with that if they don't. Yeah, that's yeah. what we're going to say. Yeah, that's a thing. That's so, why I went to the wrong office. My yeah. genius. Let's jump into the main topic of the day, which is the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp lawsuit. I did not know a lot about this. Kate suggested to me that we talk about it. And I was like, that's great. I love celebrities. I want to talk about them all. I don't know anything. So I have since learned about it. And Kate, do you want to take it away since uh, you are definitely more knowledgeable about this than I am? So basically what had happened was, um, you know, Amber Heard and, and Johnny Depp were married 
um, for about like 18 months, I think. And then in 2015 ish, she, they, one of them filed for divorce. I don't know who it was. Um, and then Amber Heard basically made in the divorce allegations of domestic violence against Johnny Depp, um, which obviously, you know, because he's a public figure, he didn't take it well in light of his image. It, it was clearly all image-based. Um, a UK tabloid ended up calling him a wife beater. So he sued Amber Heard and this UK tabloid for defamation. Um, we can kind of go into, we'll go into more of what those kind of things are, uh, but he sued them. And, and here's where things get problematic. He loses. So he loses, the judge rules that the things that the son, it was the son said, essentially calling him literally it's, it's the quote is wife beater were, and this is the quote from the judge substantially true. Um, and that is when, you know, Johnny Depp gets dropped from the Harry Potter movies that he's doing. He starts losing movie deals. This is an article from Vulture, and it says, unlike defamation law in the United States, the son needed to show that the statements against Depp were substantially true. After exhaustive testimony submitted from both sides, Justice Andrew Nichol issued a 130-page opinion, wow, determining that the great majority of the alleged assault of Ms. Heard and Mr. Depp had been proved to the civil standard that the son had shown would have published to be substantially true. And now, now he's doing it again here. So basically why he's doing it again here is Amber Heard in 2018 published an op-ed piece in the Washington Post, um, essentially saying she had been a victim of domestic violence. She did not say who was the perpetrator of the domestic violence. And she said that she had lost deals as a result of this domestic violence. So Johnny Depp sues her for that. She did attempt to have the case dismissed, and when it wasn't dismissed, she filed a countersuit against him, um, saying that his defense that she was lying and that she was a hoax—it was a hoax—had cost her brand deals and movie deals. Um, I think she got replaced in Aquaman. She's—I, she did not specifically say Aquaman. I think that that's the underlying allegation, and they chose to do it in Fairfax County, Virginia because apparently the Washington Post has a server that it uploads from, from Fairfax County, Virginia. And the lawyers came right out and said, we could have done this in California. I guess she's a resident of California or something, but the law was more favorable in Virginia. And please don't ask me what that is because I am not barred in Virginia and I don't know. So one of the things I think we should kind of talk about for the like our listeners is what because I know the average person doesn't know the difference between this. What is defamation? What is libel? What is slander? Um, things like that. Yeah. So defamation, and I don't practice this area of law, but defamation is the umbrella term, right? So libel and slander are kinds of, of defamation. Um, defamation is civil. So there's civil law and criminal law. And criminal law is obviously when you're charged with a crime, and that is a lawsuit that would be brought by the, the government. So like in Maryland, it's, you know, state of Maryland versus defendant. Um, in a civil suit, it's a, a person, 
an entity, something like that, because um, we know corporations are people too. Um, a, a person versus a person. Um, That's what the robots want you to think, Liz. Who <laughs> is? Oh my God. <laughs> the uprising, it's coming. <laughs> Basically, defamation is saying something that is bad and untrue that is really boiled down and that would not pass a law school exam but that's the gist so libel is something that gets published it's written words so in this case it would be the op-ed piece um or if someone posted something online or in a newspaper or Craigslist, something written, obviously nowadays with modern technology, written is a very broad umbrella. Probably even if you stuck a billboard up on the highway. Slander is mostly a verbal thing. And how I remembered in law school was S for slander, S for speaking. So one of the things, and this I think kind of is what they don't teach you in law school. It's very, 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 you have to prove two things basically for a court to prevail on this. And, and the first thing is that makes this very, very hard to bring is you have to be damaged in some way. So you, and you have to be able to demonstrate that to the court. So like, if I get on the internet and say, um, I don't like Liz's sleeveless t-shirt, <laughs> I think it looks like it's been through the wash machine too many times. And that's not the truth because it looks fine. Um, but if I say that, or I get on the line and I say, I don't like our logo, um, Liz looks like a child. These are not things that have hurt. I mean, they've hurt her emotionally, I'm sure. I'm sure she's absolutely devastated. However, <laughs> economically, I have not hurt Liz. If I get online and I say, um, I hired Liz as my lawyer. She messed my case up. My life is ruined. Don't hire Liz as a lawyer. That if she's losing clients, people are coming into her office saying, we saw this review. We can't hire you. She can come after me. I've never been a client of Liz's. I, she's a great lawyer. She can come after me and say, you're causing me to lose business. And I can, I can prove that. Um, yes. The other issue is it's gotta be untrue, right? Um, the truth is always a defense for these kind of things. Yeah. So if you, you know, um, like if you were to say, leave a restaurant review and you're like, I went to this restaurant, it was gross. I found hair in my food and you did find hair in your food. It doesn't matter because you, you did, you know. Right. It's gotta be untrue. If it's true, Hey man, yeah, shouldn't have happened. Yeah, so true and, and I, true and bad. And I think that that's like the really hinge pin issue here. That and and I think once we actually start talking about the case, is the previous court found these things to be substantially true. And so what this kind of boils down to is even though this is a trial about defamation and an op-ed that was written really the question is is Johnny Depp a domestic abuser right 
And so I kind of have a thought on that. And this is a thought you would not have gotten in law school, right? They would have taught you the definition of slander, the definition of libel, even if you didn't remember it like me. This is not a winning situation, right? Um, I think the lawyers, and they probably did warn him before he went to court in the UK. You know, if there's no finding of if this is substantially true or not, you can deny it. You can claim she's crazy ex. She's bad mouthing you, right? Like she's just angry. Once you go into a courtroom, we now have a finding. And I, I don't know his personal financial situation. I don't know if he was affected, but he had been cast in the Harry Potter movie and he didn't lose that deal until after the ruling. So I don't think this is a winning strategy to go in there, guns a-blazing, because now there's a finding out there that you did this. I don't even think I really had a pulse on who Amber Heard was until all of this. So now people are aware. Yeah, and I think here's the bigger issue, right? So you already have this finding in the UK. So you're gonna come try the same thing again in the US. And I, I think, you know, when you're a big firm and you're good at what you do and everyone knows you're good at what you do, you can take cases you know you're gonna lose because, hey, look, I'm lawyering well. Yeah, my facts stink, but I'm doing a good job. I think that when you're not as big and your reputation is not as well seated, you cannot, you cannot do this, right? Like you cannot take a case with stinky facts. And I'm having listened to it and read some of the stories on this. I I now have a new theory on what is happening here. Johnny Depp is not playing to win. He's, he's not playing to win. He's going to, he's going to lose. They're probably both going to lose actually. Um, But he's going to lose, but he's going to drag Amber Heard through the mud before he does. And they're both going to come out looking stinky. And I think that that's what he wants. So you think think, this is just a whole big exhibition? Yeah. Um, So their their marriage counselor just testified. I read a a smidge about that this morning. And it sounds like the marriage counselor basically said they were both abusive towards each other. Right. She did. She says they engaged in emotional abuse. She also testified that she saw bruises on Amber Heard's face in person. Um, She said that Johnny Depp described um, the relationship as chaotic and violent, although Amber Heard agreed or gave as good as she got, right? She engaged in it. Um, You know, one of the things she said was, she initiated fights, she started violence, she rose the challenge if he started first, if he started first. And here's something that I was thinking about when I was kind of looking at all this is even if she was abusive back, it doesn't negate her saying that, you know, he did these abusive things because that would still be a true statement. Well, and that's, so that's the thing, right? That's what I thought. I was like, okay, just because she engaged in domestic violence too, doesn't mean you didn't engage in domestic violence. And that's what I'm hearing from the therapist, right? 
they were both engaging in domestic violence. And keep in mind, this is his witness. This witness is testifying for him. Your why would he do that? Well, that's, that was where I went, right? And so your witness is saying you engaged in domestic violence. Yep, she did too, right? But so did you. So Therefore, only two making things. her statements, according to this witness, according to his own witness, making her statements true statements, which therefore means that she is the defense of truth. Correct. Mind-boggling. However, however right? Um, you know, I, I read that article and I was like, oh, this sucks for both of you, right? And I, then I, it hit me. That's the point right? He's trying to save his brand basically by being like, basically she did it too, right? Like we were just terrible together and we both engaged in domestic violence and please don't blacklist me, Hollywood. That's what he's doing. I don't think he intends to win. So this, so before we hopped on to record, Kate told me that she had a theory that she was going to share with me, but I didn't know what it is. And I love that. That makes perfect sense that this is just for show so he can publicly drag her that yeah. I I follow it and it makes sense because otherwise he's drawing all this attention to the fact that they were volatile and both abusive. Well, and that's the thing. When they first separated and I only found this from my reading of all of these articles, they issued a joint statement that read, our relationship was intensely passionate and at times volatile, but always bound by love. To me. Red flag. Red flags. Oh, yeah. Um, so basically, I don't think he's playing to win. I think he's playing a PR game. And I. What almost, a gross misuse of the justice system. Jesus. Well, that's the thing, right? At first, I'm going through like a range of emotions on this case. Cause at first I was completely team Amber, substantially true. Then I started reading the stuff coming out where like their therapist is saying they were engaging in emotional or, or in abuse jointly, mutual abuse. And I thought, well, this is really icky, right? And then I really thought about it and I was like, this is his witness. What is he trying to prove? And then I went, ew, this is kind of a scumbag move actually. Yeah. Like, I, I think that when you boil down to what he could possibly be trying to do, because with this witness, he's not trying to save himself. He's not trying to win. He can't win with this witness. What's the game, right? Yeah. Like, and this witness was deposed. They knew what she was going to say ahead of time. I mean... Which seems you know. like just a wild waste of judicial resources. Well, and that's the thing, right? The courts are really backed up after COVID. This is a huge circus. Apparently they have to sneak everyone in the back. Um, they have people outside on the sidewalk waving signs and stuff. You know, they have a ton of security, more security than normal. And you gotta think at the beginning of all of this, if he had just taken the position of, you know what, we're divorced. She has a reason to lie. Keep it moving. 
not, you know, you know, the, the, the standard line that every publicist gives when these things come up, we wouldn't be here. But if I had a client who wanted to sue for defamation, I kind of feel like you as the lawyer need to look forward and be like, hey, buddy, if we lose this, this could cost you a lot, right? Because now it's out there that you definitely did this. Um, and I think, and I get, I'm pretty sure that they had this talk with him. If we lose this and this is out there, this is going to hurt you long-term, right? As a lawyer, I think it's incumbent on you to A, think that far in advance and B, have that conversation. And then the next step in this is, is my malpractice going to be triggered when you, if you lose and then you have all this fallout. And I think as a lawyer, it's your job to look at the evidence and to predict if you're going to lose, right? You know, in, in Maryland, it's not a very high standard, um, at least in a, in a protective order hearing to prove that domestic violence occurred. Um, I would imagine it's a similar standard if you did defamation. Is it with, I personally do feel as a lawyer, it is on you to look at what the likely outcome is, tell your client that, and then be like, hey, hey buddy, this is, this is gonna be a PR nightmare. Yeah, and I wonder also how involved his PR people were involved in this are, because now I wonder from everything you said, are they driving this bus? Is it his PR people? And also if he lost in the I, UK, what is, I guess, what does he have to lose here? He just gives it another go. Because if he loses, well, think, okay. And if he wins, he can try to rehabilitate his image a little, I guess. But for anyone who's following this, I think it's done. I think I, no, I back, well, back in my youth, in my, my youth when I was, this is, uh, okay, this is my history with Johnny Depp. Um, when I was in, I want to say middle school. I don't know, because I remember I had a computer and like, you know, when you log in to on like really old, like windows, like your desktop, you da, have da, da. picture. Yeah. You have like a little picture <laughs> as your icon for when you log in and, and the noise. Yes. And my little icon for logging in where it said like, Liz, log into your desktop was a picture of Johnny Depp's crotch. Um, I don't know. I thought I was edgy. I was like, I thought he was hot. And I looked up Johnny Depp pictures and there was a picture of like, just like his jeans. It was not scandalous. I'm sure at that age, I had never seen a penis, but I was like, this is, this is hot because it's a, I don't know, you know, I was wanted to be scandalous. So I saved it as my desktop, like login picture. But anyway, so that is my history with Johnny Depp. Um, I thought he was hot. I no longer think he's hot. Now I think he's scum. Um, so I, and that's not defamation because that's my personal opinion. I, I can can think he's scummy. I loved him in chocolate. I thought he was very dreamy. Um, now in not, not some, no, not so much. We have not, uh, we have not aged with grace. And also it's not a great, it's not a great look to be bent out of shape about losing a role in a Harry Potter film either, because she's not doing herself any favors. Miss JK Rowling. I think he, I think it was more than that. I think he also lost a Pirates of the Caribbean and uh, some other stuff. I think it was, I think it was big, but right. But I also think that was avoidable because until this ruling came down, they were going to keep him. 
Um, and we, you know, so I, I think that that's a problem, right? I think he did it to himself. And I think that that's something they don't teach in law school, right? Well, and if he did indeed, you know, beat his wife, then don't do that. That's bad. Don't do that. Even so. his marriage counselor is saying that he beat his wife. Yeah. The only, the only thing she's saying is she beat him back. Like, yeah. Oh, God. So that's that's my official ruling. He's not hot. He's scum and trash. And I did see, I put in our notes a bit, his sister, Johnny Depp's sister testified. Um, and because that was the headline that I had read when I was looking into it yesterday was um, his sister testified about the nature of their relationship. And I guess she was saying that Amber Heard was not very nice. And at one point, I think it was Dior, but um, I don't recall like a hundred percent where I guess Johnny Depp was looking at doing a campaign with them. And um, she said he had no style and that he's fat and old. And everyone in the comments on this um, YouTube video that I watched was a little clip of her testimony was team Johnny, like every single one. And they're like, he's not fat and old. And I'm like, well, I mean, he's the age he is like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't look like his chocolate days. Let's be honest. No, he, he does not. He does um, not. But it was just very, very odd that that people were so outraged by those statements and now that we're going more into it it's like there's all this talk of abuse and it's like okay but she said he was fat and old and had no style and they're like feel like this was a big victimization in this comment section I'm like okay well and that's the thing right everyone really likes characters that they have fallen in love with right but that's not necessarily the actor behind the character and, you know, I think as more and more of these cases emerge where we hear not so savory things about the actors we and actresses we know and love, um, I think society as a whole tends to have, at least our society, tends to have this write them off mentality, right? It ha you and I see it in a criminal court all the time. You commit a crime, boom, done whatever we're not based on rehabilitation and I think that then what follows is as we hear more and more of these things does that open our eyes to people make mistakes we need to rehabilitate people when they make these mistakes um, whether it be a criminal mistake a um, lack of knowledge mistake you make a joke that's not funny that is inappropriate like but you educate yourself. Like at what point do we realize that, and, and I'm not advocating the write them off strategy or the rehabilitation strategy, but I think at some point it is worth potentially exploring how, how, how do people change, right? Like can people change from these situations? Um, and, and I don't, I don't know, right? Like I, I, left reading some of this stuff and, and listening to some of the stuff because they're live streaming the trial thinking both of y'all need to work on yourselves but people can do that right and and what's the determination that our you know favorite stars have worked on themselves enough and 
do they even owe that to anyone at all? Yeah, that's a really good point. I mean, you know, it's like, it's weird because they are people, but we forget that they're people. But mm-hmm. also, I mean, of course, they're people in their private lives, but they're they're also not, they're not people to us, you know? So when people are just like, cancel this person, it's it's not even really a person. It's like you said, it's that vision of that person. But well, and I think that you and I have some insight into this. And and I said I wasn't advocating one way or another, but maybe I am. Um, I think you and I have seen people in criminal cases that were in bad shape and had done some bad things. And for whatever, for whatever reason, right? And then I think we've seen those same people at a later point and been like, oh, I definitely am thinking of one person in particular um, who completely, I had her as a client, completely turned her life around, was amazing, got it together, you know, did, did everything she needed to do and was a different person inside and out. And, um, you know, but then she had a real serious felony on her record uh, that really um, affected her and affected the job she could get and things like that. But even like the other lawyers that would see her when we were in court were like, this is night and day. So at, you know, at what point do, do we think that that happens? I think that And that's the problem is that our criminal justice system, and this is really veering off topic, but I think it does it, you know, once you have something on your record, you know, when people ask the question, like, how will this infect my employment possibilities? And I'm like, well, that's, that's up to the employer. You know, I like to see when employers are willing to, you know, give people a chance when they've, you know, did something wrong, but because, I mean, just because you make a mistake doesn't mean you can't change. Some people don't change. Some people do change. That's the thing. And to have something follow you around forever is not always, you know, I don't know. It's just, I I don't love that. I want to be real clear about something though. And this is on topic. I think that if you are standing in a courtroom saying, I didn't do this, give me $100 million or $50 million. I don't know which it is. One of them's asking for $50 million, The other's asking for $100 million. If you're sitting in a courtroom saying, I didn't do this, pay me. I don't think you've changed. And I don't think you uh, no. have done any growth. <laughs> uh, no, I, no, he has not. Especially because his own witness said he did it. Right. And I kind of see this whole thing as continued harassment of each other like right at some point you guys have been divorced since 2016 let it go you know like it's a weird it's a weird enmeshment they both have enough money that they don't you know they don't need to they're not relying on each other they can go their separate ways and now and now you have people a whole bunch of random people us included talking about your shit you know and like, I, mean, I, I feel more charitable towards her because she didn't ask to be sued. He's been suing the pants off her for several years. Um, so, and I would absolutely recommend my client counter sue if they were getting sued for 50 million, hundred million dollars. Like 
might as well. Um, so yeah. I feel a little bit more charitable towards her, but I mean, at some point, dude, let it go. Well, especially, I think our consensus is that he, he pr- probably is an assaulter, you know, because like you said, his own witness said it. You don't. I, I saw the photos. I, I'm, I, he at least hit her once. Let's put it, okay. put it that you way. Don't, you don't assault someone and then sue them for talking about it. Literally, literally insult to injury. Accurate. And yes. That's a bad, that's a bad look. I mean, all of this was a bad look, but it's, he's just, he's just making it worse because basically his own witness said he assaulted her. And then he's like, and he told people. Yeah. So like, and and what one of the power and controlling dynamic, like, ugh. the more we things, talk about it, the worse he gets. So one of the things that I was concerned about was I did see a photo online, right? Um, and everyone's calling it this bruise photo. And, and I think the therapist called it a bruise photo too. And um, I was looking at it and I, she had mentioned at one point he had strangled her. And I was like, that really looks like petechia not a bruise to me and I couldn't remember how to spell petechia and I wanted to mention it to you or take notes on it and I since I couldn't remember how to spell it I just googled symptoms of strangulation and I didn't think you could get petechia on your face oh so it's a symptom of strangulation and what happens is like blood capillaries burst and you get this um, it usually makes your eyes turn red. So I thought it was strictly related to your eyes. Your eyes get very like veiny and red. You can tell um, something's happened. Um, but it's like a very veiny red look. And this chart pops up and says, you can get petechia on your face, on your scalp, on your neck, on your eyes. And I was like, ooh, this looks, this looks like petechia. This looks like not a bruise. So they're calling it a bruise. I don't know if it's a bruise or not it maybe that's just because what they're calling it so you know it doesn't look good right like yeah it it doesn't look good Um, so I guess dear listeners um we'd like to know your thoughts what are your thoughts um about this case is Johnny Depp trash yes um you know I I don't know that I don't know that is anyone even well I guess all those people in the comments when they called him you know fat and ugly are coming to his defense, which like, uh, I I just also, if that's what you're worried about, like you're worried about the wrong thing, not like the actual abuse that occurred. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the other thing that I like have a big issue with in this whole thing. Like there was someone waiting outside the courthouse with flowers to give him, right? Wait, what? Yeah. That was an article that someone was waiting outside the courthouse to give him flowers. Like the man has been found to be abusive. Yeah. I'm judging you lady. I'm judging you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you don't know him. That's weird. In general. <laughs> I, I mean, but that's the other thing. And I, we focused a lot on him too. What did, I mean, I kind of have similar feelings towards her right now. Not gonna lie. You know, I, I don't think we can overlook that. Like they're, the therapist says they were both in on this. Yeah. So yeah. I don't I don't want to completely slam dunk on Johnny Depp here without saying men can be victims of domestic violence as well. This is true. It sounds like it was going on in both directions. 
I think we're dunking on him more because he's the one who brought this case. Yeah. Because they could have gone their separate ways, just gone quietly about their their lives. So it's a lot of thoughts here. Like the more we talk about it, the more I'm just like, wheels are wheels are spinning. And wheels spinning. Yeah. Uh, we didn't do a lot of law in this episode, though, to be honest. We did mostly we hate Johnny Depp, burn it to the ground. Yeah, you know what? That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, sorry, teenage Liz. Get a new boyfriend. Yeah. Um, so you have, and I think maybe it might be time to move on because I think we've been going for about an hour. Oh, yeah. Um you have this week's. Thank God that's not my client. I do. Oh, I forgot about that. And I do have the article pulled up and it's, and I don't know what you're going to say. I wanted to be surprised. Okay. So, um, so this case, you know, I mean, it's called, thank God they're not my client, but I, I mean, this, this wouldn't be my client because, well, I don't even do this type of law, but you know, for purposes of the segment, <laughs> Um, so this is from 2014 and a woman, uh, fell in, uh, Grand Central Terminal in New York city as she was going to the subway. Okay. So, uh, she was, she was hurt. She fell and broke her ankle, you know, no good. Right. So uh, who do you sue in that situation? I would sue like whoever the transportation authority is (laughs) okay would you (laughs) would you sue um showtime television network excuse me what um uh, she did also sue the mta but um she sued showtime television network because of a scary poster um advertising the final season of dexter the TV show. How scary was this poster? So not that scary. It's on the stairs. So when you have the stairs um, that are like going up, you know, um, it's across the risers and it's a picture of, is it Michael C. Hall that stars in Dexter? Um, It's his. Why are you asking me? I I don't do blood. (laughs) It's his face. And that's basically it. It's his face behind some sort of like plastic wrap because that's what he uses in the show to like do do the murders. Um, and that's it. It's not horribly scary, but she claims it it scared her. And so that's uh, she she fell um, because it was yeah Michael see the shocking and menacing face. Um, she panicked, lost her balance, and fell and broke her ankle. And um, she basically said they placed a tripping or falling hazard in a public walkway. Um, this the only that thing I believe about that sentence is she lost her balance and fell. Yeah. So this article is from ABC News, by the way. Um, and yeah. Um, Did she win? Uh, so this is article. I don't think she won, no. Um, no, they rejected. Here's another article, but it's not from like as legit of a, a source. Um, yeah, it's just like his his face. And um, I, I can... If you look it up, I mean, I, Kate, I can show you that it oh, was like that. But scary. On the no, it's just his face. But I guess it was his face really big. And I guess anytime you see a really big face, maybe it's kind of scary. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna tell you what's scary about some stairs. There's a court, a district courthouse nearby. I'm not gonna say the county. The risers 
are there's no riser so it's just the stair and then like poles like metal poles up to the next stair if you're a woman and you're wearing a dress or skirt you cannot take the stairs oh no that's scary that yeah I was gonna say you know where else the stairs are like that is um Ikea because I go there a lot this is how you can tell there's not enough women in STEM. No one thought, you know what? You, somebody could get upskirted on these stairs. <laughs> yeah, right? So <laughs> um, anyway, I'm glad that's not my client um, because, well, if that were my client, I I think I would just, I, I don't know. I don't think I could have a straight face because it's just how ridiculous that is. I have so. a theory on this. I do. Okay. It's very hard to sue governments. Governments run the subway system. My thinking is she they she probably had a lawyer. The lawyer is like, we're gonna lose. Let's sue Showtime. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Right? We're gonna lose. But here's the real kicker. And this this was this kind of on the lawyer too, if she had one. PI cases, personal injury cases are usually done on a contingency fee basis. The lawyer pays the thing, like the costs. And you don't get paid till you win. This is not a winner of a case. If a lawyer took this, oh. It's, that's how like you have those commercials where it's like, you know, uh, you don't get, or we don't get paid unless you win. It's because if they win your case, they're getting a percentage of your winnings. And if they don't win, no one gets anything. The lawyer so. loses money if yeah. they lose. Yeah. Like I have a contingency case right now. If um if we lose, I'll be out money because I've paid the filing fee, et cetera, et cetera. And then so. you've done all this work and I, you don't get paid. So yeah, I'll be real annoyed. Um, but like that's the thing. You vet cases you take like that, you expect to settle them or win them. You don't um pick stinkers if you know what you're doing. Yeah. And so, yeah, court, um, said no, no liability. Um, but anyway, Called it. yeah, <laughs> um, I, I had, I had trouble finding a case for this week because I was just like Googling like weird law news. And I don't know, this one, um, was pretty, pretty funny to me. So, um, yeah. So, and, and was anyone even watching the final season of Dexter anyway? Like, I don't know. That's, I didn't. That's, that's your take home message from this. We weren't even watching it anyway. No, I think I watched the first like three seasons and then I think it kind of went downhill from there. So. so we have a new Facebook page. It's, um you know, just stuff I didn't learn in law school. We can, I think, post that photo when the episode comes out. We now have a picture up of Dirk, so you can see Dirk the fairy penguin from last week. Um, but we can post that ad and show you. Yes, we can. So, uh, yeah. And if anyone wants to write in stuff I didn't learn in law school at gmail.com, you can like our Facebook page. Um, we should probably get ourselves a Twitter, but we should get a Twitter and we should get an Instagram, but. Um, we have just figured out that we hate our logo. No, I'm kidding. We're keeping the logo. Um, <laughs> we have just gotten the Facebook page. We're working one step at a time. Yeah. And, you know, if you like it, share it with your friends. 
share it with some some randos you know um and share it with everyone who thinks johnny depp is garbage yay (laughs) (laughs) so the release schedule is we're gonna start releasing every wednesday so hopefully you'll be back next wednesday and hopefully we didn't alienate you too much with our johnny depp talk yeah um all right i guess uh what did we say last time um we said uh stay out of trouble I know, but that's not very, that's not very good. Are we doing a different sign off? Until we have a better sign off, just uh, stay out of trouble.